Welcome to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We turn entrepreneurs into media celebrities, grow their authority, and help them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. And with us right now, we've got Mike Saunders. Mike, you're an MBA. You are known as the authority positioning coach. And in fact, you are on the web at authoritypositioningcoach.com. Guess what we're going to talk about today? <laughs> I give you a hand. <laughs> Not the weather. <laughs> hey, Josh. How's it going, Mike? Thank you so Doing much really for joining good. us. Thank you for having me. All right. So um, explain a little bit about your background and how you came to be known as the authority positioning coach. And by the way, for uh, you know, people who have been around a little while, you'll know that uh, this, this is something that I talk about, I think is just so critical, but we're going to get into all of that. Um, this is a very, very important conversation people need to pay attention to uh, because we are, I don't mean to over oversell this thing, but this cracks the code in why your advertising is not working as well today as it used to. This is yeah. going to crack the code on why your bounce rate or your is is too high or your close rate is too low. There are very very simple things that folks can fix, and it all revolves around authority. Yeah. Mike, how did you get into this space? Um, well, kind of going way back, um, I spent about 12 years in the mortgage banking business. And then in the United States here, about 2008, 2009, there's this little blip in the economy. And when I say blip, it was the uh, a crash over the precipice. And so um, my business just went away. And um, so I went back to school, did an MBA in marketing, absolutely loved every second of that curriculum, because I found one that actually lets you uh, craft, you know, the marketing emphasis, not just organizational behavior and things. So once I did that, I started teaching teaching some marketing for first school. So now I've been teaching for nine years um, at the university level in marketing strategy, branding, things like that. And I started my consulting firm because during my curriculum, I wanted some research and I reached out to our local small business development center, the SBDC, and asked them some questions. And they said, hey, we'd like you to come uh, work with some of our clients and give them some advice. And so I, I for periodically a few times a month or, or a couple times a year, we'll teach a workshop and then work with some of the clients individually. But the interesting thing was one of my classes as I was fin finishing my MBA, and this was in 2009, um, was, hey, build a business plan and a marketing plan choose a business you'd like to start. So I thought I'm going to start a marketing firm. And I did. And so I started picking up clients. And of course, in that whole, you know, dip in the economy, that was not the right time to do it. So what did I do? I became the jack of all trades. The, mm. I can do anything for anybody and yeah. anything, any bullet point <laughs> list you can think of for marketing. Oh, text message marketing. I can do that. Pay me whatever you're going to pay me and I'll find, figure out a way. And I became so spread thin and I was not an expert in one thing. And it became a, a detriment because anybody is going to get how many, you know, I heard a, a report just the other day, I think a Facebook post, you know, like attorneys and dentists, they get like 10 calls a day from SEO experts. Well, yeah. they're calling from the Philippines. They're calling from India and you compete against price and we cannot compete against price. We have to compete against value. And that value is starts with that perception, that positioning in the mind of the consumer. And guess what? You mentioned it here at the top of the show, but in the uh, academia, 
positioning is one of the four P's of marketing. And positioning really is, by definition, um, the what the perception of is in the mind of the consumer. And that is built before they ever interact with you. So that influence, that expertise, that authority positioning needs to be done before they ever interact with you. So anyway, about five years ago, I started um, realizing this is not working. I'm doing this little project, this little project. And then I just totally stopped and said, I'm done with everything but one thing helping entrepreneurs become seen as that expert and that authority. And the reason I chose that is because I read some, um, and for those of you listening, Josh, you might've remembered this. Do you ever heard of the warrior forum? Uh, yeah, a long time ago. I remember ago. that way back in the day. That's old school. I know. I remember sitting up at 2 a.m. going through the warrior forum and, and, and learning all this stuff, all this stuff on marketing and how to do things. Well, anyway, I remember reading this one about, hey, why don't you publish a book on Kindle and you can, and I'm like, okay, I'll try that. And mm-hmm. so I remember publishing my first book and it was on business social media. And I remember getting, I did not only a Kindle, but a paperback. And I was, I distinctly remember to this day in downtown Denver, um, I live in, in the Denver area. I was at a small business development center, SBDC consultant meeting. And there's this whole table of consultants. We're talking about the year, whatever, you know, coming up or whatever we're doing. And I said, Oh, by the way, I've got my first book published on Amazon and I handed out copies, you know, nice glossy cover and, and my name and picture on the cover. And um, they're like, Oh, that's really cool. And just like this buzz. Well, a few days later, this one consultant who was a professor at a local university goes, hey, can you come speak at my class? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'd be great. So I talked about business social media, which is different than personal social media. And he then um, proceeded to introduce me to get a teaching contract worth $9,000 that year. And I was like, aha. If I had just said in that meeting, hey, I do some teaching on social media, they would have gone, yeah. you and everybody else. But right. that book caught their attention. That authority position caught their attention. And I decided that's something I need to totally uh, focus on for my agency and then start offering it to my clients. And that's where I've been uh, for the last uh, five years of my 10-year business. Talk to me about uh, books. Uh, and you know, I, I think that you know, if I look at all of the content that I consume. I listen to a lot of podcasts. I mean, I may be unique, but I, I, I think that the, you know, trends are moving toward, you know, people consuming more content, more and more content digitally in, in a, uh, you know, either audio or video. We watch a lot of YouTube videos, obviously. Um, but, but there's still something about being a an author and and having a book. And can you talk a little bit more about what that is culturally that, 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 that people and consumers still respect? There's something about, Oh, I've got a book. Um, well, I'll, I'll, uh, I don't have the exact reference, but I know pretty recently Amazon came out with some numbers in trends and they were saying, because don't you remember back when online banking started, it was like, up oh, all the brick and mortar banks are going to go away. Nope, they didn't. When yeah. Kindle started, you know, oh, there's no more need for books. Everyone's reading on a Kindle. No. And in fact, Amazon came out with some research that said it's now back up to where the paperback and the physical books are now dominating again. I forget the, the gap, but it is still dominating. And direct mail, just as another side note, I feel that I've seen research where direct mail is now coming back into prominence because so many people are text this and, and email that, that when you land in their uh, mailbox with a physical piece of something, especially if it's memorable, it captures your attention. So here's a quick quiz. What's the first six letters in the word authority? And you can read behind me and start counting. Oh, yeah. Author. Mm-hmm. So now, I, I think, though, even beyond, let's, I mean, just talking beyond consumption, though, 
and and that is the just the cachet perception, or the authority the that comes from yeah. you know listen this this is a book and it yeah. is a physical like I'm holding it in my hands like I have that much thought leadership or subject matter expertise uh, yeah. that I had to bind it up and put it yeah. in a book and I think that that communicates something. It does, and and uh, it kind of is kind of like the old school saying like you know oh well you know, you need to call uh, that guy because he wrote the book on it and, and it's that 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 phraseology that mental positioning that pre framing because if you go to a uh, like what's the last uh, big business conference you went to and you see the keynote speaker. They're mm-hmm. probably selling the book in the back of the room, or they're they're introduced as New York Times bestselling author or Amazon yeah. bestselling author. So, having that that um, cachet, like you say, is is critical right. because people still respect that. And I don't care if you're a millennial or a Gen X or Z or whatever letter we're going to start naming uh, demographics these days. People still recognize that um, you know if you have a YouTube video. Oh, you just turn the webcam on and started talking. The the barrier to entry there is not very high. And yes, self-publishing is the way to go these days because trying to get a publishing contact contract right. is so hard. But yeah. still people go, oh, you have a book? Ooh, that's interesting. Yeah, right, right. And 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 I'd say that producing a book likely is what keeps people from engaging and or starting that process because they think oh, it's I, I can't even wrap my brain around that because yeah. it sounds like so much work. Yeah. But in fact, there are some really great systems or processes you can do to get that book done. What what do you typically recommend? Um, well, first of all, I, I say that there's a disconnect between your head and your hands. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like you've got all this stuff in your head, your intellectual property, your systems, your methodologies. And if I said to you, okay, Josh, um, write me a, a four blog post series, at least 2000 words each and mm-hmm. going through, you know, your, your system and, and you pull out your pen, if you're old school or your keyboard and you start and most people would hit writer's block. And it's like, oh, I don't right. But if you were being interviewed and it's extracting all of that out of your mind and you're thinking of examples that, oh, this one time I had a client who it's, it's, it flows. So my perspective is um, being able to speak and use podcasting as a way to capture that content is massive. Now, what I will say is, um, you know, that something in the back of people's mind still goes, um, yeah, but... Mm-hmm. Right. And, and here's, here's a quick test. Um, Josh, do you have books in your library right now that you bought in the last six months that you've not read? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> that's, a, right. that's the vast majority of the books. Right. I, I mean, I, I get a lot of books given to me. Now, well. <laughs> probably. No, if I buy the book, yeah, I'm the same way. So I've got some books that people send and, you know, hey, uh, let me have, let me, uh, can you, can I come on your podcast? Here's my book. But books that I bought, probably well over 90%, I read this because I'm a voracious yep. book reader. But I yep. do recognize the fact that most people will not read a full book. So right. does that mean that having a book for business development and authority positioning purposes is now out the window? Nope, because you know why? You have a book. Right. And if yeah. that person touches it and they start fanning through it and they see the cover of your banana in the back with your picture and they're, they're like, oh, that's, it. oh, that's a, that chapter here. If they read the first chapter, that's all that matters because mm-hmm. your competition didn't have that. So that's, don't that's feel right. uh, don't feel apprehensive that a I don't even know where to start and b it doesn't matter anyway because people aren't going to read it. It doesn't matter. The fact that you use that as a preframe and to your point earlier, 
Um, I feel very confident that when you are seen as that expert, you're elevated in status in someone's mind. So whether it's a um, yeah. conversion rate on a landing page, whether it is a, hey, Josh, do you think we can get together, chat next week? I'm going to drop a copy of my book in the mail to you. Ooh, yeah. Just that that extra little air of, um, of prestige and status is right. y- you probably cannot even quantify all the areas that having that um, expert status and that authority status will raise for you. Mike, producing a book is just, that's one part of the battle. Like if you truly want to get value from the book, listen, and I'm going to, I mean, I think everybody is aware you're not going to make money writing the right. book. I mean, yep. statistically, your chance is like Jim Carrey. So you're saying there's a chance, you know, one in a million. <laughs> so you tell me there's a chance. It's just very, very unlikely. Yep. Similarly, you know, earning money from a podcast, for example, it's, it's about the same odds. Yeah. Um, if you're thinking, well, I'm going to make money from Patreon and I'm going to ask my listeners to send me money and or, you know, I'm going to get advertisers. It can happen, yeah. but it's very, very, very rare. Yeah. And so one needs to build a business and use the book, use the podcast, use the YouTube channel, use your big social media account as a tool uh, in, in your, your tool chest, as it were, yeah. to grow your profit centers. Um, you, you bring up a really big point because you're not going to make money from the book. You're going to make money because of the book. Now, let me quantify that by saying if anyone is thinking of getting a book done and they're talking to a company, um, there's one of these little fine print asterisk things that you need to check on first, which is I've heard so many horror stories from people that come to me and say, help, help, save me from this. You know, let's get this thing done because at the end of the day, they got their book done and then they're in handcuffs because this publisher published it through their publishing account. And now you want to add chapter 19 or an appendix or change something. And it's like, oh, that'll be whatever. Some huge amount of money. And secondly, they don't get paid the royalty. So what you need to make sure of is in the way that I work with my clients, I set the 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 book uh, um, the Amazon account. It, it's your Amazon account, so I get you your Amazon login. I create it all through the digital uh, publishing platform. It's your account. You're getting all the royalties. If you want to change the price one day and lower it the next, or add content, yeah. So that's huge. So you're going to make some royalties, and let's just call it you're going to make five dollars a book. Now, if you had a full on book contract, you're probably making a quarter or twenty nine cents or fifty cents. So you're making a handful of dollars per book is nice, but who cares? Who cares how much your money because you should be making money because of the book, like right. you said. So don't don't think, Yahoo, here come the royalties, let them roll in. But it's it's the system that you need to have in place to get that. You've ever heard of that phrase, knowledge is power? Right. It's not knowledge is power. Knowledge is potential power. It is what you do with that That's knowledge it. that creates the power. So the book is the end all. Nope. The book is a great tool, but you got to use it in your strategy and your system. Yeah. And so when you think about what am I doing right now in marketing that's working or not working? Well, I'm doing some Facebook ads. Should I kill them? Well, why don't you try after you, you got a book or a podcast, let's say book and podcast, right? So let's say that you were um, appeared on a handful of podcasts or you have a book insert these into your existing campaigns and watch to see what happens. And if, and if, and if it spikes the Facebook campaign, great. If it doesn't do much to the, whatever other campaign you have kill that one. But what you will find is when you have this authority positioning by being on a podcast, by having your book, by appearing in the media, which I know that you help clients do that right there should be the things that helps to rise all levels of those ships in your results in your marketing campaigns. 
So Robert Stevens, who's the founder of uh, Geek Squad, uh, says that advertising is the tax you pay for being unremarkable. What say you? <laughs> I, I think that makes a whole lot of sense. And I think it's kind of like, um, don't get upset at people that, uh, or, or the only thing I think is Oscar Wilde that said, the only thing worse than uh, when people are talking about you is when people aren't talking about you. So, you know, having, you know, yes, advertising is a tax. Well, you, A, guess what? You need to have something to talk about. And like Seth Godin says, you know, you need to be worthy of being remarkable. Remarkable is being worthy to have people make remarks about. So number one, you better have a good product or service and do good for your clients so that when you're in the media, on podcasts, writing a book, whatever you're we're talking about, you've got substance to that. And, and you're giving and serving. You're, you're an educator and an advocate for your target audience to help them solve a problem, not to sell your product or service. Yeah. So, Mike, what do you do then? I mean, obviously, this is something you care very passionately about, but what specifically do you do uh, both for your audiences uh, and for those then that engage with you and, and you provide services? Well, I'm uh, real different than a lot of, of these kinds of uh, concepts out there because I don't say join my 12-week mastermind and you will learn how to become a best-selling author and then you'll have a book because I feel that most people won't even complete the mastermind or the workshop um, and then they won't even do it. So my thing is simple. We're busy. We understand these concepts, but I don't have the time. So my packages are done for you. Mm -hmm. So I help entrepreneurs, coaches, uh, consultants become an Amazon bestselling author without writing a word. And it only takes them three hours of their time. So it's like, okay, hold up. Um, I can't write. I, uh, and, and three hours, tell me about that. And that's not even a three hour chunk of time. That's like an hour here, 30 minutes there, proof this. But my team is doing everything for you, handing it. Hey, approve the book cover. Hey, um, here's the, the content. Approve that. Make sure you don't want to add anything. Oh, hey. All of it is done, and when you can have a done-for-you package, whether it's a book or producing your podcast so that you can, again, be seen as that expert out there and kind of go on a virtual book tour. Now, mm -hmm. people need to go out there and get on podcasts, and that's wonderful, but there's an extra little power of having your own podcast. Um, so I think the big thing to keep in mind is done for you, and it's done with you because it's not like, surprise, here it is, and you're like, oh, I hate it. It's done for you because you're not doing the work, but it's done with you where I say, tell me about the vision of the cover that you want or tell me about the content and then we structure it that way. So I've got two book packages where it's the full on your book, everything is done and that's the higher, you know, more fluent level. And then some people that just want to dip their toe in the water is we just do a, a great vibrant podcast interview and feature that in our Amazon bestselling book series called Expert Profiles or Raising the Bar. And that becomes chapter one, your pictures are on the cover, your name's on the cover. And there's other professionals across the country that's in it, but you then can use that in your business development because it, it, it's a nice uh, authority positioning piece that way. And then maybe you graduate up to the solo book down the road once you kind of get the momentum. But that's what I do is I think the, the biggest thing is I coach. So as the authority positioning coach on the concepts of why it works, I do it for you slash with you. And then I coach you on what to do once you've got it done, because the worst thing in the world is here's this thing. Now, what do I do with it? Yeah, I hear you. Well, good deal. Well, Mike Saunders, I want to thank you so much for joining us. Uh, again, you've, you're an MBA and you are the authority positioning coach. You're found on the web at authority positioning 
coach.com. Thank you so much. Great conversation. Uh, and uh, I, I'm, I'm excited for all the books that will be spawned from our conversation and Thank all you, the, the, uh, the authority and well-used authority that will uh, have uh, uh, been born from, from this conversation, Mike. Thank you so much. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm-hmm.